following are the words of Noel DiGirolamo, president of the Suffolk County Police Benevolent Association. Police officers are already being targeted for assassination. Releasing their personal information to criminals will only further endanger them. Stand with law enforcement. Defend the police. Your Island, live and local, with your host, Tom Shalero on 103.9 LI News Radio. And once again, welcome back as we're rounding third, heading up to that 2 o'clock hour. It is Wednesday at the 135 hour. What does that mean? That means the great Frank McKay breaking it down. Frank McKay, you hear him every day at the 2 o'clock hour here on LI News Radio 103.9. We got Frank on the line with us right now. And uh, Frank's been very, very much active in trying to bring together all of the elements of the horrific Long Island serial killer case. Uh, and Frank has done so much. I think it's almost been revolutionary about what's happening. Frank McKay, how are you, my friend? Doing great, Tom. Thanks for having me. Always, always a pleasure. Uh, one of our listeners just wrote in real quickly uh, about a podcast. I'm unfamiliar. Uh, are you doing a podcast on this, or is it just the Wednesdays at uh, at the uh, two o'clock hour? Well, we we do you know we do the radio show, and then I guess after once it's done, uh, it's it's put out to all the podcast outlets, and all total, it's, it's like 124 different outlets. Once you get past the stations and everything else, so yes, I guess the answer is yes, but it's. It starts here. We air, we air on LI News Radio first, and then then we blast it out. Because it seems there's just so much interest in this case, and uh, I think you had said on the program earlier, because you've been coming on now every Wednesday, that um, a lot of people thought it was solved, it was over. Uh, there was a lot of um, a misconception for what this case represented. And as since the, your involvement and since the, the support here at LA News Radio for the show and for what you're doing, um, it, there's been a lot of surprise. Are you, are you getting more of that? Because I know you first said that to me, and I, I thought about it for a while, and I said, you're right, because I didn't get much on this uh, over the last five, six years, it's even six years that we've been on the air, the mid midday show. And then all of a sudden now, since these broadcasts began with your show, and some of the other different uh, publicity that you've given towards the case, and also uh, research. I mean, you've you've gone out there. You've you've been an investigative reporter on all of this. Uh, you're finding now more and more people are got their eyebrows in the air. Yeah, without question. You know, for example, our guest later today is uh, is the second half of our show is Bill Boyle, and he said to me, he said, "Frank, man, he said I can imagine what what you go through because you're on there constantly." But he said, I've been flooded with people since he did his, his press conference on this. He said, just every day, somebody walks up to him and says, who do you think did it? You know, what's, what's going on? Are they going uh, to cover this up? Are they going to do this? You know, why isn't Ballone being straight? Why isn't, why isn't Burke uh, still in jail? You know, all of them. If you do, if you do polling on this, there are so many people that think that Jimmy Burke is involved in the crime. And again, I've never said that, right? I've never said this one is the killer or this one is the killer, this one is the killer. In fact, I don't even think that's necessarily the, uh, the case. But if you poll people, and I'm urging like different politicians to, uh, you know, to poll different questions, and they are, and I think we'll, we're going to find out a lot. And, and by the way, I think we may have found out a lot with some recent polling. But if, if you poll is... Is there a cover-up in the Gogo Beach murder? Uh, without question, it would be over 30%. But maybe 
possibly it's over 50% at this point. Now you got to figure there's certain people that are just, you know, just into conspiracies and, and they want to say yes to any conspiracy. Uh, and that might be, you know, that might be the case with certain people. But there are, there are people on all sides of the aisle that, uh, for whatever reason, just are obsessed with this. And the fact that it's gone on this long and there's no killer or killers caught, they say, well, what's going on? And again, then you have the belt. Phil Boyle had a great line. He said, you know, we waited 10 years to just get a belt. He said, I don't want to wait another 10 years to get the buckle. And it's, uh, you know, it's true. That's all that has come up in all of this time. And, you know, I, I said it before, I said it on your show, but I, I felt bad for Jerry Hart. I mean, here's the former head of the FBI on Long Island, the former lead agent, and the you know, former, uh, well, the current at the time, a current police commissioner. And, you know, as part of a stunt, he's holding up a, a, a belt that says HM or, or WH on it, and she's holding it up. And what that does, if they're going to, and there's a lot of speculation, and it's, this is opinion, right, and this is my opinion, too, that they're going to try to somehow, before this DA's race comes up, they're going to try to come up with a passy, with a, a, a psychotic passy, and Tim Sinney's going to stay in, you know, October 15th, we got him. We caught the guy, and, oh, we caught, caught the murderer, and it's, you know, it's going to be some lunatic that, that's uh, confessing to the Kennedy assassination, too, even though he wasn't born until 10 years later. You know, it, we're going to get that. Uh, now, at this point, because they did the belt, it has to be somebody with the initials HM or WH. Uh, so they, they boxed themselves in with that silly stunt. And, uh, and still, I mean, if you take the belt away, there's absolutely no evidence that's come up in the last 10 years. And with DNA being what it is, I, I mean, let's face it. I mean, it, it's, it's, you know, there's no investigation going on. And if there is now, it's, uh, it's because of the pressure that's coming on from the public and from folks like you and me talking about it. I, I believe that many people, of course, what you, um, backing up what you had said, that uh, kind of forgot about it. They're not forgetting about it anymore. It seems to be the talk of the of the town in, in large cases since ever since you release new information and, and information that comes out there that people didn't know about. You know, Senator Boyle, Phil Boyle, a uh, well-known uh, a New York State Senator, uh, again, very active in his community and all the things that he's done in terms of legislation and so on. What what piqued his interest to actually become now, you're going to correct me, but I, I think he's really the only elected official that decided to take a, a, an upfront stance on this. Well, I mean, I, I applaud him on it. I, I never talked to him beforehand uh, that he was going to do it. It wasn't like we coordinated anything. But, uh, you know, I asked Phil, I had heard from uh, from the street, so to speak, that uh, Phil was going to do a press conference and he was going to he was going to call for something. As it turns out, he called for the special prosecutor. That's what we were hearing. But whenever I called him about it, he was like, "I," I he said, "I don't want to offend you, but I don't want to I don't want to talk about anything until we're ready to, to go with it." But yes, I am I am doing something. So uh, he uh, he pushed because he got so many questions about this, and, and maybe. It's the coverage here on LI News Radio that, that that really started getting to him. Keep in mind, he's the senator in that district. He's the senator for Gilgo and Oak Beach. And, you know, quite frankly, the my interest peaked up again when when Steve Ballone, our county executive, started talking about governor. And I said, wait a second. Now is the time. If we ever wanted answers, we ever wanted to ask questions, let's frame the, the 
the questions for the press because if this guy is running for governor and uh, and he's got all this cover up behind him and I'm saying it and by the way I'm begging him at this point he belongs you're listening I know you're listening uh, come on the show and and debate um, you know we'll give you a platform we'll say whatever you want you know the questions I'm going to ask you I can't believe that you wouldn't come on that you wouldn't come on and clarify this I'm I'm telling everyone you're covering this thing up uh, you and Jimmy Burke you're, you're appointed commissioner uh, not commissioner I'm sorry chief he took chief because it was a, a better situation from but uh, you, you guys have covered this up you haven't let the men and women who are dying to solve this case do it and uh, and then you had your hand-picked DA in there for the last four years and he still hasn't done anything so Steve Ballone come on the show and answer all of these questions and if uh, if you don't answer them to somebody else go on some other show and say let me clarify what's going on uh, you, you can't be silent in in this in this whole situation you appointed you and you alone appointed jimmy burke you called on soda to resign because he got the fbi out as it turns out very hard said jimmy burke got the fbi out he was she would know because she knew he said it to erin moriarty on air she said it three times through positive uh so Steve, it was your administration that did it. It wasn't Spoda, uh, and you went after Spoda when he couldn't when he was on on his way to jail for the rest of his life. I mean, he he couldn't have said anything. So Steve Ballone, just come clean on all of this. It will be so much easier if you just tell us what happened. And if it's something to do with sex parties or something like that, I think the people will forgive. I think it's just coming clean. Uh, as long as you're not involved in covering up, I mean, just covering up a murderer. Um, which, by the way, I think it's more than one murderer. But Steve Ballone, you got to come clean, and and it's just it's way beyond the the point of of uh, being silly at this point. Steve Ballone, you have to come clean and tell us what you know about this murder. When we look at the uh, the totality of the case itself, there seems to be. Uh, again, I'm using the phrase a lot of moving parts to it. But at the same time, when you see a pattern of corruption in this county, uh, you know, you can't help but think, well, what, what, where would it end? And unfortunately, I hate talking about this. I love Suffolk County. I live in Suffolk County. It's an important, important aspect of our lives, of many people who work so damn hard uh, and elect government that you expect to do the right thing. And when you talk about government officials in, in relationship to um to to corruption and to you know uh contracts and all that other stuff you almost could understand that but this goes a little bit beyond the pale i mean uh, not a little bit but beyond the pale i've seen yep. individuals who are elected who somehow get connected to a case like this you know i have I actually have a couple of questions and the first one is the removal of the fbi from the case we've talked about that a couple of times uh and i know they're back involved now because i was told that uh, by the FBI that they are back involved somehow. But are they, is it just a file in a cabinet now? Uh, is that where, is that, is that for the most part tantamount to what the FBI uh, is doing with this right now? Or is it beyond that? Are they, uh, is there an active investigation going on right now? Uh, it, it's hard for me to say, and I, I'd be lying if I said that, uh, that I know for sure that they're, they're active. Uh, if they've been invited in, uh, we don't know what what kind of control they had. At one point, I, and I know this, I, yeah, I know this for, for a fact because I heard it from uh, from all sides, but when Bologna and, and Burke, and, and again, and I urge everybody to understand this, when, when you hear Jimmy Burke 
automatically think Ballone. They're attached at the hip. He put Jimmy Burke in there, and he never removed him, even after the Christopher Loeb stuff or whatever. He let other people go down, uh, cops that have, should have never lost their reputations or lost their, their careers. Those guys went down uh, trying to, I guess, be loyal to, to a chief that was completely run amok by a county executive who did nothing to stop it or to protect the cops that ended up going down with him. But when Ballone and Burke, as a, as a team, kicked out the FBI, at first, they weren't leaving. And FBI uh, agents would say, hey, can you, um, can you show me this file? Or can you show me this letter? And they'd say, well, we're going to have somebody. And then, you know, a Burke lieutenant, some, somebody uh, connected to Burke, would read the letter over the phone. And the agent allegedly, would say, uh, can I see that letter? Can you show me the letter? They'd say, no, this is how we do it. Well, can I be there when you read it? No, nope, this is how we're doing. And, uh, and it just got completely frustrated uh, or, or frustrating for the FBI, and they have other things to do. And if they're, if they're going to be there and their resources are going to be wasted, uh, the local people don't want, didn't want this. Um, and they successfully got the FBI out, and that's Burke and Ballone, the team of Burke and Ballone. And Steve, if it's any different, come out and, and say it. Come clean. Why did this happen? And so if the FBI is involved now, the question is how active are they? How uh, cooperative is uh, the DA being? And, and also, I mean, it's, it's 10 years later. Uh, Jim Sinney was Jimmy Burke's boss for 15 months. He could have fired him at any time. He could have disciplined him at any time. He was his boss. Uh, Steve Ballone could have fired Jimmy Burke at any time. He appointed him. He could have removed him at any time. He chose not to. In fact, when Jimmy Burke left, when Jimmy Burke left uh, his job, uh, it was a mutual understanding. And, uh, and you know, I think Joe Conway was Jimmy Burke's lawyer, former U.S. attorney. Um, he, uh, he read a statement, and it, it, for personal reasons, um, not related to any of the allegations of uh, Chief Burke, who's had a courageous career, blah, blah, blah. I, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but it's, it's well documented. Anybody can Google it, and you'll read Joe Conway's uh, statement on his client, Jimmy Burke. He, he left with, uh, I don't know, dignity, if you want to call it that. He left on his own terms. How does Jimmy Burke leave on his own terms? Well, I'll tell you how, because he was very close to Steve Ballone. He and Steve Ballone are attached at the hip and were attached at the hip. He never disciplined him, never moved him. So, you know, the big question, Tom, is was he afraid to remove him? Did, uh, did Jimmy Burke have so much on Steve Ballone and Bobby Strickoff, uh, Ballone's close personal friend growing up? Did he have so much on them that they couldn't, they were paralyzed to do anything to remove him? Or were they just in league together? There's, there's only two you know, possible answers. It's one of those two. There's no way that, uh, that Ballone is just that dense that he would just let this go. He attacked Foda, and, and Ballone's not a dumb guy. I mean, Ballone, you know, Ballone's, a, you know, is, a, is a, an intelligent man. I mean, he understands, but he kept Jimmy Burke in there the whole time, and he left basically on his own terms. Uh, why did that happen? Whole culture that uh, existed. It almost seemed like a, a triumvirate between three or four individuals in the county that was doing things. Now, the, uh, the people of Suffolk County have always wondered uh, why didn't Steve Levy run for re-election? Well, of course, the word out there, and of course, it's, it's been part of trials that um, 
the DA, the, the disgraced DA who's going to jail soon, uh, basically went to uh, Levy and said, well, uh, you, we don't want you to run for re-election again. Turn over all your campaign money. There was some extortion that went on or blackmail or what have you. And uh, the former county executive, Steve Levy, acceded to the pressure from the district attorney who claimed that he was running the county. He was the big guy involved and so on. And that's what happens to people. Uh, in, and when they reach that level, they end up falling. And that's exactly what happened here. But now we're at the verge. Uh, a, a court has ruled that that agreement between the former DA, the disgraced DA, and the former uh, county executive is going to be released. The former county executive, Steve Levy, has blocked the release of it for now, but at some point it's going to be out there. Is, is, this, is this part of uh, this whole myriad of, of dark uh, uh, deals and that went on or, 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 or dark, rela dark relationships that went on? Or you don't see a connection with that? Yeah, well, of course. I mean, this is all this is all a big part of it. Anyone who knows Steve Levy knows that he could squeeze a nickel and turn it into two dimes. You know, he can. Uh, he's he's uh, he's not. Um, uh, he's historically and notoriously cheap. He's not giving four million dollars away unless he was seriously pressured and he was worried about what was uh, what was coming out. And uh, and again, it's, it it just sounds like. He was exported out of there by by Spoda, Burke, you know, McPartland, that whole group over there, and and they had him. They had him on something, and then and of course Steve fought. Steve Levy fought to um, to keep this information coming out. Interesting thing that uh, that's going on is uh, is Levy lost this particular case, and and I, I think the the just of the. Uh, uh, of the situation was that Newsday wanted the, rela uh, the, the release of the information to them. My question is, do we as, uh, as radio folks, us as media people, us as broadcasters, uh, do we have the same right to get information? So maybe this opens up, this opens up a Pandora's box, and, and maybe we get to find out what happened in certain cases with Steve Ballone, what happens with certain cases of of Bobby Strickla that uh, that might have been sealed. Uh, what would happen with uh, Dennis Cohen, who left, you know, that's the right hand to Steve Ballone and, and grew up on the same block with Strickla and, uh, and Ballone, uh, he left his judgeship mysteriously and quickly. And uh, what happened there, uh, are those sealed records? If those are sealed and, and uh, Steve Levy was sealed, then, you know, why can't we get those open? So it, it may open up a Pandora's box. So Steve Levy's uh, misfortune, which, I, by the way, I feel I feel bad for Levy. You know, I mean, uh, we haven't always been on the uh, on the same page, but I mean, boy, uh, they, he just seems to have gotten pushed out, shoved out, and uh, you know, and cleared the way for Balone to just to waltz in there. And, and now, on top of it, they're going to embarrass him by saying what the deal was. He made a deal with the DA. The DA should uh, should be upheld to that deal, even though they came afterwards. The, the new DA should be able to. So anyway, Ballone um, is, is the victor on that whole move, and, uh, and that's who Boda wanted, Jimmy Burke wanted. They wanted Ballone, and, and they cleared the way, and they got Levy out and, and got Ballone in. Uh, and now, uh, now unfortunately, Ballone is, uh, uh, is, is sitting there, and he's hidden all this information, and Steve Levy has to share all this information for the deal. Uh, it really seems completely corrupt. 
uh, beyond corrupt Tom. And uh, I, I just can't imagine something like this happening here in Suffolk County, here in America in general, but it's just disgraceful. Yeah, that, that episode, that chapter in the in Steve Levy's career and so on, absolutely disgusting that that did take place and that how it ended up. Believe it or not, we're out of time. Once again, the great Frank McKay, 2 o'clock hours upon us. Stay tuned. Breaking it down with Frank McKay coming up next. Frank, you have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Tom. Everybody have a good day, safe day, happy day. See you all tomorrow. Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. I want to be a part of it. New York, New York. These vagabonds.